Hi, friend, and welcome to the Message Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Graham, a wedding photographer and lifestyle blogger who just launched my own magazine, Your Message Mag. I'm determined to help women just like you lean into the messes of their lives and find the message they have to share. Here we believe that secrecy helps no one, but transparency and vulnerability have the potential to help many. Get ready for some encouragement to be inspired and to be given all the tools you need to share the unique message you have to share with those who need to hear it most. This is The Message Podcast. Do you know what your love language is? My love language is definitely gift giving. I love giving gifts. And my favorite way to give gifts is purchasing gifts through Artifact Uprising, an online printing company where you can create customized gifts for those that you love. Throughout the whole year being a new mom, I've had parents and in-laws asking for their gifts to be photos of Beckley. And Artifact Uprising makes that super simple. Plus, for my dad on Father's Day, since it was his first Father's Day as a grandpa, I created a personalized board book full of pictures of him and Beckley straight off of my phone. Nothing fancy, guys. And Artifact Uprising makes it super simple to upload those photos, add them to a book template, and then print it, order it, and so it's ready to go to give to the ones that you love. I have a lot of friends ask me where I recommend getting photo books or printing, and if you're looking to do it yourself, the DIY method, then Artifact Uprising, and it's always the place that I recommend. This is even the place where I go to purchase gifts that I get for my couples. Go to katielaurengram.com slash artifact uprising for $20 off your first order. Again, that is katielaurengram.com slash artifact uprising for $20 off your first order. You can also click the link in my show notes. Hi guys, and welcome back. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a shorter one, or at least I think it's going to be a shorter one. Who knows? I might end up rambling or get onto some kind of track. But today I want to talk with you about how to finally overcome fear and take control of your life. Because I had a moment of bravery this past week where I really looked at one of my fears in the eye and I said, not today, you are not going to shut me down. And I took action and I ended up conquering that fear. It was amazing and it felt wonderful. And it, just to give you some context, um, what had happened is I, I feel very strongly on some things politically and social issues and um, human rights issues. And a lot of them I hold a minority belief on. Um, And in this specific example, I felt very strongly about abortion and I I am a pro-life person, I will say that now, and I feel very strongly about that. And um, I just felt this past week that I really needed to say that boldly, I needed to say it loudly, and I needed to say it clearly because I hadn't done that before. And I don't want people to be following along and being a part of a, a conversation and dialogue with, with me without knowing exactly where I'm coming from. I, I want people who are following me to be either like-minded or to be people with opposing viewpoints who are open to having conversations so that I can learn from them and they can learn from me. I think that is so important, but I can't have those conversations with people of opposing viewpoints unless I put it out there what exactly I believe and where I'm coming from. So I felt very convicted of this. And for a long time, I just played it real quiet, real safe. Um, You know, I would share the occasional 
gif or meme or post that I saw on social media about being pro-life and the sanctity of life. And I would share those and I felt like, okay, that's good enough. I'm at least passing the word on. But I had never actually explicitly said, I am pro-life. This is why I am pro-life. And this is where I stand on this issue. And I am willing to fight for it. I had never done that before. And I felt really convicted that I needed to make a change and I needed to do that. So last week, I believe it was Thursday, I made a post and I laid it out and I said it all and I did not hold back. I was very clear. I, I did have some negative reactions. There were definitely some people who um, did not agree with me. I offended some people and I knew that that would happen. And guys, if you're familiar with the Enneagram, I'm a type nine and the big core fear of a type nine is conflict and causing conflict. I, it really gives me a lot, like my chest gets really tight and I get really nervous. And, um, I don't want to say I have anxiety cause I, I don't suffer with anxiety, but I do feel anxious at the thought of causing conflict. And I knew that this is an extremely polarizing and personal topic and issue that hits right at the heart of people on both sides of the argument and everywhere in between. And so I knew when I post this, I'm going to cause conflict. There's going to be disagreement. There's going to be people who don't like what I say, and they're going to want to fight back at me. And that was where the fear was coming from. I didn't want to cause that discomfort, that um, uncomfortable sensation that you have when these topics get brought up. I didn't want to be the cause of that, but I, I looked that fear in the face and I said, not today. And I clicked post. And, um, there were a few things that happened when I overcame that fear and I clicked post and a few realizations that I had. And those are what I want to share with you today, because I, I feel that they're so important and they could be applicable to you. If you have an area in your life where you're feeling fearful and you're feeling that, you know, I can't take action because of X, Y, and Z, or I, I don't want to say this because of X, Y, and Z, or perhaps you have a belief on something like I did, um, and you feel like you don't want to say anything about it because of what your family might think or your friends or, or whatever. Um, so here are the, some it's things that I learned, and hopefully they are helpful to you. Um, so three ways to overcome fear, three applicable steps, things that have helped me. One, all it takes is one single brief moment of bravery to shatter all of that fear. And all it took was me making one post. Now, making that post, that was a big deal for me, and it was a big post. <laughs> um, it got the most engagement out of any post I'd shared in a long time. Uh, it definitely ruffled some feathers, but to actually post that post, all it took was less than a second to hit that post button. Guys, I had written posts many, many, many times before, but I had never had the guts to actually click post and put it out there. I just ended up deleting them. Um, so this was the first time that I actually did it, followed through, put it out there. And all it took was less than a second of bravery to hit that button. That's all it took. And once it was out there and once I knew people were seeing it, all of a sudden, it was like this weight was lifted off my chest and it, it felt like my shoulders were lighter and like this, this bravery just came into me. All it took was that one moment, that one very brief moment of bravery to then transform how I felt about this. 
all of a sudden I felt like, let's do that again. Let's share about this again. Let's talk about this again. And then I think it was two days later, I shared another post sharing, um, I think it was 11 unpopular things about me <laughs> that was inspired by a Jordan Lee Dooley post that she'd done a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, and I, it was like I was on this high of realizing this fear does not control me. That one single moment of bravery proved to me that I have control of my actions. I have control of what I do and what I say and how I act in life. Fear does not control me. And all it took to realize that was that one second of bravery. So if you have something that you're afraid to do or afraid to say, like say skydiving, all it takes is that one half a second of bravery to actually jump. And then you're there. You've done it. You've overcome that. So Get, let that be a little bit of encouragement to you that it doesn't, to overcome fear, it often doesn't require this long struggle. It requires just a moment and that can shatter the whole thing in the best of ways. So here's another way to overcome fear in your life. Think about what's the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> and this might sound counterproductive. And you know, if you're a worst case scenario thinker like I am, then you can get really creative with this. Like I am a worst case scenario thinker to the core. It is something that I really have to work against because I very much so operate from the mindset of assume the worst so then you're pleasantly surprised when it doesn't happen. Like that is just my approach to everything in life. My best friend is having a birthday party for their kid. I automatically assume I'm not going to be invited so that I don't feel let down if that actually happens. Like I know I'm going to get invited. I know that I'm going to be desired there. But my worst case scenario thinker, this little thing in my mind that does that, it says automatically assume you're not going to be invited. You're not going to be wanted so that you never put yourself in a position where you're disappointed. That's where I'm coming from, guys. If you are like me in that way, where you are a worst case scenario thinker to the extreme, to the core, um, let me know on social media. <laughs> DM me on Instagram. Let me know. Um, so if you are like me, then you can get really creative with this. But what is the worst possible thing that could happen? And look it dead in the eye and make peace with that thing. So for me, for example, when I was getting ready to post this post, I sat there and I thought about, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? And since I was posting it on Instagram, I thought, okay, well, the worst thing that could happen is I lose all of my followers, like every single person following me unfollows me, um, which I knew wouldn't happen because my mom follows me. <laughs> Even if I said horrible things, I know my mom would still follow me. Um, so I could lose all my followers and perhaps I get a few hate letters in the mail or a few hate emails or people share the post and they completely like rip me to shreds and they say terrible things. That was something that in my mind, that was like the worst case scenario that could happen um, while still being realistic about my situation and my following and everything. And I looked at that scenario and I, I just thought, is it really that bad? I mean, does that affect my marriage? Does that affect my faith? Does that affect my daughter? Does that affect my friendships? No, it, it doesn't affect any of the things that are really important in my life. And so I thought, well, then that's not that big. That's not a big deal. That's fine. I can get followers again, and I can get followers who are either like-minded with me or are people who maybe don't agree, but they're open to having a conversation with me. 
and me having a conversation with them. Like, that's fine. I can handle that. I can handle people saying nasty things about me. Um, I have a, I don't think I've shared this anywhere, but I have a zero tolerance policy about um, hateful comments, online bullying, zero tolerance about that. A few years ago, I think it was two years ago now, um, on one of my YouTube videos that has since been deleted because I, I did a big clear out on my YouTube. That's neither here nor there. But I had a nasty comment on a YouTube video that didn't have anything to do with the video. It was just somebody who was, I think, on a, a power trip. And they left a really nasty comment and it really bugged me. Like for a solid two days, I was just really down in the dumps over it. And then I, after that, I decided zero tolerance. I'm not dealing with this. If people aren't willing to have a respectful, open conversation, regardless of where they're coming from, then I'm not gonna give them the light of day. I'm not gonna give them any attention. So I have a zero tolerance policy where if somebody comments something mean, something nasty, I delete it right away and they're blocked. They're in their zero warning, no second chances, online bullying. There, you can't leave room for that because they will take it and they will run with it. So I thought, okay, well, if somebody says something nasty, then all I have to do is delete it. If somebody um, starts messaging me mean, horrible, like disrespectful, nasty things, then fine, I block them. And then they can't. And even if they make another account, I block that one. <laughs> it's like, it's that simple. So I went through the actual process of like, okay, if the worst case scenario really did happen, how would I respond to this? And once I looked at it, I was like, oh, well, that's not that bad. So if you are in a situation where you're afraid of something, you're afraid of doing something or saying something, actually look at the worst case scenario and think of an action plan for if that thing did happen, the worst case scenario actually happened, how would you respond to it and have a game plan for it? And that gives you then control over that situation and over the worst case scenario. And all of a sudden it doesn't seem so bad. It seems like, oh, well, this is no big deal. Fine. I can do this. So that's another um, action piece that you can take to help you overcome fear. And then third, I want you to consider how can you benefit others by taking action, by overcoming this fear? So what are ways that you can help individuals, help the world, help the environment, help the, <laughs> the um, economic situation? Like there's all different applications here, but how can you benefit others by taking action? So for me, my um, mine was very clear. I can benefit women who are perhaps considering an abortion and they're pregnant, or the children who are not yet born, that they are so vulnerable, they are in the womb, and they have no voice for themselves, they have no way to advocate for themselves, I can advocate for them and maybe save a young unborn child's life, um, give them a chance at life. Um, so it was a very clear, very applicable and tangible way for me to benefit somebody by taking action. And when you look at how you can benefit others by taking action, by doing the thing, by saying that thing, by doing whatever it is you're afraid of, all of a sudden you're taking the focus off of how this is going to impact you and you're thinking that how it's going to impact others. And when you take that shift from yourself to others, all of a sudden, Anything that could happen to you seems completely secondary, like 
back of the burner, not a big deal. And how you can benefit others and how you can change the world and how you can make a difference, that becomes a priority. That becomes the goal and that becomes what you stay focused on. So if you're if you're feeling afraid of doing something, focus on how you can benefit others by taking this action. It could be something as simple as, um, so I am horribly afraid of lakes. <laughs> if, if there's a body of water and it is not crystal clear, I don't like to go in it. I love pools. I love the Caribbean because the Caribbean is clear. Like I don't care if there's a shark in the water. If I can see the shark, I'm fine. But if the water is cloudy, I'm not okay. Now bear with me. This does connect. <laughs> um, I have a very hyperactive imagination. This goes along with the worst case scenario thinking. When the water is clear, I can see around me and I can see like, okay, worst case scenario, I can see it. When the water is clear or um, cloudy, I can't see anything. So my imagination just runs wild. So anyways, we live right by a lake and my husband loves lake sports, like wake surfing, wakeboarding, water skiing, like all those things. Um, and I don't because the moment my foot goes in the water, I imagine this giant Loch Ness monster with tentacles like jumping out of my foot and then pulling me under and I die. <laughs> that's, a, what, that's what pops into my head. Um, and so I, I'm very fearful. And all of a sudden, I am a mom. I Well, not all of a sudden. It took 10 months in the making. But <laughs> it feels like all of a sudden, I'm a mother. And I have this young daughter who we're taking out on the boat with us all the time. And what it took for me to overcome that fear of the water and to get in the water and actually try wake surfing for the first time was becoming a mom and thinking, if I set an example for her that even though I am afraid, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try, she has so much to learn from that, so much more to learn from that than I have to lose. And I want to set an example for her that even if you are afraid, you can still push yourself and you can still try and you can overcome it. And a great way to set that example for her is to start from the moment she's an infant, <laughs> putting myself into those situations where I am afraid and I am uncertain. I don't want to do it, but I push myself to anyways. And so I, when I am in that water and I am trying the wake, the wake surfing and I am doing everything I can to keep my imagination at bay and not let it overcome me with fear, I'm not doing that because I want to learn to wake surf. I'm doing that because I know that my daughter has everything to benefit from watching her mom overcome fears and setting an example for her. That's why I'm doing it. So for me, in that situation where it's like an actual action, having that thought of who I'm benefiting by taking this action, that is what it takes to get me to take action. So for you, that might be the thing that you need to do in order to be able to overcome whatever it is that you're afraid of. It might have to be thinking, okay, who do I stand to benefit by doing this? But ultimately, guys... Any of those three things, um, just thinking that it, all it takes is that one moment of bravery or thinking about what the worst case scenario is and coming up with an action plan for that thing or thinking, who do you have to benefit? If you do any or all three of those things, you are going to have a tool set in your mind to be able to overcome fear and take control of your life because there is not much that we can control in life not very much at all. Life just kind of happens. 
But what you can control is what you say, what you do, how you act, how you respond. You can respond, you can control those things. And fear is one of those things that likes to creep in and make you think that you don't have control when you do. You absolutely do have control. And this is something that I am continually having to remind myself and having to take back control over my life and having to overcome fear. Um, I took a big step in that last week. And now I'm on this high where I'm like, great, let's talk about this more. Now that I've looked it in the eye and seen what will happen, I don't feel so, I don't feel afraid of it anymore. I feel fine talking openly about my beliefs on being pro-life. But there are other topics that I still feel um, that tightness and that fear of discussing, and I need to work through those. And following these three steps I talked about are my steps to doing that. So I want to encourage you that you're not alone, um, but you absolutely have the power within you to overcome your fears wherever they are and to take control of your life in these areas where you do have control. You have control of your actions. You have control of your words. You have control of your reactions. You have control of those things. Maybe not control of your circumstances, but you have control of you. So take control of that. Don't let fear be a bully in your life. Stand up to that bully of fear. Overcome it. You've got this. So here's how I want you to respond to this podcast episode, um, which ended up not being all that short. I thought it was going to be like a six minute thing. And here we're <laughs> like over 20 minutes, I think. Um, I want you to think of something that you are afraid of. Chances are that as you've been listening to this episode, you've had something pop into your mind. I want you to think of what you are afraid of, just one thing, and I want you to take one step towards overcoming that fear this week. That's what I want you to do. Um, it's super simple. Either have that one moment of bravery or think about what the worst case scenario is and come up with a game plan for how you would react to that if it actually happened or think about how you could benefit others by taking that action. Who do you stand to benefit by doing this or saying this thing that you are afraid of. Then after you've done that, I want you to screenshot this episode. I want you to share it on Instagram. I want you to tag me at Katie Lauren Graham so I can see that you listen to this and celebrate with you. And if you have something that you're afraid of and you actually overcome it, share about that on Instagram and tag me so that I can celebrate with you in you overcoming that fear because that's a big deal, friend. And I want to be here with you every step of the way. My big goal is to encourage you. And this is a way to do that. So thank you so much, guys, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I will see you next time. Have you ever felt like you're called to more in life? Do you desire to encourage others? Have you experienced a mess in life that you wish to share with others to help them grow and feel less alone? I created Your Message Mag for driven, encouraging, and servant-hearted people just like you. Your Message Mag is my new lifestyle magazine focused on bringing encouragement and inspiration into the lives of others through impactful storytelling and seasonal content. Each issue features guest writers with powerful, impactful stories to tell. Get ready to experience the first magazine you'll not only read cover to cover, but will also change your life. Subscribe to Your Message Mag at yourmessagemag.com. Again, go to yourmessagemag.com to get your first copy. The link is also in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Your Message Podcast. 
Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and leave a review if you haven't already. This really helps with encouraging the podcast apps to share this with other people to maximize our impact so we can help as many people as possible. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Katie Lauren Graham so I can share in the excitement with you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.